Hello, everyone. Oh. Oh, you're. It's recording. It is recording. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should do a blooper episode. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let so me you count just... myself in. Five, four, three. Hello, everyone. My name is Allie. Ben is my husband, so I'm his wife. And this is my first time ever recording a podcast. Please forgive me in advance for any weirdness. All righty. So, yeah, I got Allie here today. I convinced her to do it. So, uh, go me. Um, first and foremost, something I have to talk about is sadly, I'm, it was my fault, but, um, using the program that I'm using, it retains the audio and I was trying to declutter my folder, I guess, of all my audio. And I ended up deleting like everything. So my first couple episodes are gone just forever. Um, I'm going to try to go back through and kind of do like a review or a like quick snapshot of what the episode was originally about, hopefully with some humor intertwined as I am now sad and my soul is, is, is dead from having uh, over four hours of audio about my experiences here uh, gone forever. So that's pretty, that's pretty great. But episode 3.1 was somewhat salvageable. Episode one, episode two, episode four are just gone. So it's really only three episodes. It's only three weeks of my adventures in Japan and stuff that I've done. And my It'd be audio. great if we had one of those boards that had all the sad sounds on it. Like, yeah. Womp, womp. Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Let's uh, Someday. go to some thrift store and see if I can do that. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> I could maybe figure it out. But anyways, the, the real reason why everybody's listening in is probably because they want to hear about you. About me. Um, How's Japan been? <laughs> Japan is great. It's a different experience, certainly from uh, the United States, where Ben and I have... Well, actually, no. Ben lived out of the country for a small period of time when he was younger, but I have never lived abroad, so this is entirely new for me. Um, I live and work in Japan, but my job is super secret, so we won't be speaking about that today. Um Sorry, I had to get something to drink. <laughs> I'm a thirsty boy. All right, so um, you you got here before I did, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so you were here, what, two weeks before I, I got here? Mm-hmm. Um, how was that? I mean, you moved to a whole new country just completely by yourself. Yeah, that was strange. I've never done anything like that before. Um, I didn't sleep for, I think, 42 hours on the way in. I couldn't sleep the night before I left. I was a little nervous, and then I didn't get any sleep on the flight. It was a beautiful Delta flight, but... Um, Sponsor had, me! <laughs> Sponsor me, Delta! I had three seats to myself, and I could completely spread out. It was very comfortable. I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ben on his uh, won't-mention-the-airline flight felt like a sardine in a sardine can. <laughs> But it's fine. So anyway, when I got here, I didn't have any cell service or Wi-Fi access because I didn't have um, here. People who don't have a SIM card with a Japanese phone number usually get internet and phone access with a Wi-Fi box. Um, and you just put it in your purse or your pocket and carry it around with you. And it actually has great service. Mm-hmm. You have full bars pretty much yeah. anywhere you go. Um, so it's wonderful. It's sometimes better than my cell service at home. Um, but... For any of you coming to Japan, all 7-Elevens have free Wi-Fi, and there's a 7-Eleven in any direction you turn. No matter where you go, any city street or rural street has a 7-Eleven. So I went down to the 7-Eleven and uh, called my family, called my husband, and I had a pumpkin pudding and an iced coffee um, in a cup, which they sell also everywhere. There's prepackaged coffee um, at every convenience store and every vending machine, which is also very prevalent. Um, and you can also get things in bottles or cans that are coffees or teas or even sometimes corn porridge, uh, hot right out of, uh, 
Or out of a little window in the convenience store. Although I don't know if you've noticed that now that we're transitioning into the spring and summer, they're taking away the hot stuff. Really? From vending machines. Yeah. I did not. So um, I was at work. So this week I was just going through initial training for, for work. And uh, it was just a lot of like HR, business, and that kind of stuff. Um, but what was interesting was one of the days I was really sad because the vending machine was like sold out of everything. They had nothing in there. But then upon closer inspection, because at first I got, got over and it was like on Thursday. I was like, oh my gosh, there are all these new things for me to try. And there are all these new yummy drinks that they have that they didn't have yesterday. Crazy. But then I looked at it and they got rid of all the hot stuff. I would love to just add, though, that vending machines, no matter where you go, even if you come upon one in the middle of nowhere, they are always very well stocked. I don't know how they do it. Oh my God. You've, but, you, you haven't watched them? Oh no, I've that seen them restocking creepy. them. I'm just saying that... Some of them are so far out of reach, it seems. Um, you just don't know how they manage to have them fully stocked all yeah, the time. It's, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. They 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 just have these huge trolley carts and they just hike them wherever they need to go. And I mean, you know, if you have to think, they're they're bringing these full plastic boxes mm-hmm. full of these drinks because they're stocking a couple of them. And something that I found out too is you'll notice that there's branding on all of these different machines. Those companies own those machines and are in charge of stocking them. So you'll never see a Coca-Cola person restocking a Kieran machine. Mm. And I never really thought about that until I was at work. And the vending machine that we had in the headquarter office, we have that machine because we work with that company. They're one of our clients. Oh, I see. So they they stock the machine. And then I was talking to somebody about it. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't think about that. I just thought that anybody would stock them and they were just had branding, but no. Now I'm trying to remember if you spoke about it before or if we just talked about you talking about convenience store culture. I talked about it a couple okay, times. Okay. Yeah. It's, but I mean, um, you, you want to talk about your own, you know, your own perspective. I'm sure everybody's tired of listening to me. No, I was just going to say, <laughs> I was just going to say it's, um, it's wonderful. You know, anywhere you go, pretty much anything you need, if you need a snack, if you need a full meal, if you need a clean pair of underpants, if you need a razor, um, paper towels, pretty much anything you can find at a convenience store and they're convenience stores. I can't express to you. They are everywhere, every, every, everywhere. Um, which one's your favorite? Which one's my favorite? Oh gosh. I I hate picking favorites, but I do really enjoy a Lawson's. Yeah. Lawson's is the best. I love Lawson's. They have, um, these spicy chicken nuggets. Oh, that's another wonderful thing about convenience stores, which I'm sure, um, we already discussed, but Pretty much anytime you go in, there's hot and ready food, mostly like chicken portions or um, chicken mm-hmm. nuggets that you can just grab. And it's so, uh, it's so mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Um, that and, oh gosh, what was it? Oh, Lawson's has a lot of great um, frozen meals. It's like $3. You can get a giant pasta carbonara. It's actually really quite good. I'm a fan of cooking my own food most of the time, but I do like their frozen foods. Right on. So, um, yeah, I guess this is more of an interview than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> so I've got coffee, so. And I have my rich green tea, relaxing green tea, umami. Oh, it's by Kieran. Yeah. Kieran sponsor me. Uh, actually, yeah, I, I would, I would, uh, this is, this is bad, but if anybody is listening and if anybody would like to sponsor me in my exploits, feel free to do so. I don't mind at all. I could always use a new t-shirt and I'll talk about how the cotton is. The cotton is so soft and nice on my skin. What do they call that? AS, AS, ASMR? Where you have people and they're like, you know rubbing a dish and they're like this is what my hand is like rubbing a dish like gosh you know what someone told me what the acronym this is this is me scratching a desk oh stop (laughs) i'm very sensitive to sounds and even just that little bit of asmr qp r-e-s-b-e-c-t m-i-s-s-p-i-p-p-i i can't i can't spell driving me crazy just now Ooh. Um, autonomous sensory meridian response. Well, you're quick on the phone, aren't you? Yeah, I gotta be, you know, uh, I'm producing my own podcast, so I gotta oh. make sure I've, I've got all the ins and outs going, going and doing things. Is that uh, what you've been spending all this time on? Cause uh, I can't find any of them on the internet now. What do you mean? It was a joke about you losing all your content 
And here would be a great spot uh, for another blah, blah, but we don't have a soundboard. So you, that hurts. <laughs> it hurts right in my, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's see how this goes. I don't know how this is going to go out, but, uh, this, uh, this, this, this is, is gonna, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I'm going to see how this goes. I'm going to see how this goes. So, uh, um, so Allie, what's, uh, what's, what's that you hear? Well, I can see on the screen of your phone that it's probably a dog lapping up water. Okay. Well, that's if you want me to guess, you can't face the okay. phone at me. Um, <laughs> So my new segment that I wanted to introduce uh, was a Tokyo Pupper Blast. Oh, yeah. Where I talk about the cute puppers <laughs> that I'm seeing all over the place. Uh, so Japan, like anywhere else, people love animals. And a lot of the animals are really small, though, because they have, like, cats or, or small dogs, like Pomeranians and stuff, just because the apartments and the stuff I living in is so small. The oh, smallest God. of dogs. The smallest but they're always groomed and they'll have them in strollers in and sweaters and yeah, shoes it's so funny little dresses bows in their hair sometimes matching outfits i have seen matching outfits oh i have not but well, I, I did was, see i did see the four great danes when i first came here i so have to was, share this they were the biggest dogs i've seen i didn't get a chance to tell you this one but um i was with a group of friends out of oh forgive me if i butcher this i think it's yoyogi park the other day which is famous for its uh, sakura or cherry blossoms blooming in the spring. And um, there was a woman who had a dachshund in a rainbow sweater and she was hoisting him up as far as she could into the cherry blossoms and taking pictures of him <laughs> existing amongst the cherry blossoms. And <laughs> we could not get enough of just watching her. And she, I, I, um, oh gosh, she had a second one. I can't remember what it was wearing, but she did the same thing with him too. She should have had a pulley system so she could just hoist him up. And take that would have pictures. been easier. But you should have given her one because you know you carry those around. I do. I have a um, a great big backpack that <laughs> I often get made fun of for carrying such a large bag with so many things. But I tell you what, anytime someone needs something, they say, "Hey, where's that sewing kit?" She probably has one. Actually, that I don't have. Boom! All right, that wasn't fair. Gotcha. Do you have a trebuchet in there? Do you want me to maybe be on a your trebuchet? Or not? I, I do. But... <laughs> Answer the question. Do you have I don't a trebuchet? Even know what that is? Trebuchet, the, the, the catapult from back in the day. Remember that? You're talking like that's a common phrase that people would know. A trebuchet? Come on. If there's any way for any of you listeners, some, hold on. Uh, if anybody can write in, I don't know if that's a possibility on here. It is. Let me know if you knew right away what that was. Slide into my DMs, as they say. Uh, I would love to know how many people know that one right off the top of their head. Well, fine. It could uh, be very telling of your fan base as well. I, I guess that's true. Um, so you can either <laughs> DM me at on my Instagram, the Ben underscore two underscore yen, or send me an email, uh, Ben two yen no underscores at outlook dot com. Uh, yeah, trebuchet, and hopefully I pronounced it right because otherwise that's going to be awkward. That's going to be really embarrassing. Uh, so I went to a dive bar this week. Yes, you did. And that was neat. I got lots of great pictures. I did. Uh, oh, that I sent you? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. So, yeah, no, I was at work, but that's fine. So after, have a lot after work, <laughs> after work on Friday, me and some peeps that I was going through training with decided that we wanted to grab a few drinks. You know, it's Friday, you know, we're done the week and we'll have a few drinks and have a good time. So uh, first, we, right in the um, the building on the ground floor, there there's a there's a huge station, and they have all these bars and restaurants. So we started with a beer just at the restaurant, and then me and uh, uh, a guy that I work with had decided earlier in the week that we were going to go to Taco Bell uh, on Friday. We didn't realize, but somebody else had plans to go to Taco Bell as well, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is perfect!" So we'll go. So the one we went to is actually in Shibuya. And most people know Shibuya. Shibuya. Shibuya on time. I don't know where that's from, but I sing that every time someone says Shibuya. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I'm but sorry. They're, they're known for that big crossing where all the lights stop and all the crosswalks are open and it's just a crazy clash of people. It's just a mad rush, mad rush. Uh, it actually wasn't that bad. I was able to do it very, very well. Now he's laughing at a picture. Picture of a baby eating... Um, 
mangoes and um, it's so funny she doesn't seem to like it at all <laughs> uh but anyway so <laughs> I, I gotta do i gotta do the shibuya crossing and there they had the picture of the you know the famous doge which i'm totally blanking on his name uh, but it was really, really neat, uh, just being there. It's a very, very busy area. I, I, uh, it was just jam packed full of all these different restaurants. Um, and I was just really surprised. Uh, there was tons of like KFCs and all kinds of stuff. Hachiko? Hachiko? Maybe. I wanted to say Balto, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> no, that's, that's like Canada or Alaska hey, or something. Real quick, PSA. Remember everyone. Balto did not die for you to not vaccinate your children. Oh, we're getting PSA. political in here. Okay. Well, oh God. just for that one bit. <laughs> Only because I thought of Balto. <laughs> anyway. Um, we went to the Taco Bell, and it was my first time eating Taco Bell. And it was... Taco Bell in Japan. Yes, sorry. First time eating Taco Bell since I've been in Japan. We've had plenty of Taco We've Bell in our day. We've had plenty So much Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Not enough Taco Bell, I would, is I would say. Is there ever enough? There's never enough. There's not. There's never enough Taco Bell. <laughs> but, blah. oh, so I had my Crunchwrap Supreme. And it was nice. When I ordered, um, I picked my combo. So I did the Quesarito combo. And with that, you get a drink. And you get a choice of either... Tortilla chips tossed in nacho seasoning or nacho fries. I just thought that was nice. So I got my my, my uh, Crunchwrap Supreme with my nacho fries. And then I got an additional beef burrito um, because I wanted it. I wanted it. <clears throat> I just got some water. I, sh- I, sh- I could have gotten a beer and I should have gotten a beer, but I didn't. Wait, did you see a beef or a bean burrito? Beef. Mm. Grandma would have been proud if you got a bean burrito. She would have been proud. She does love her bean burritos. Yes, she does. She does love them. To shout out to Grandmother Bosnick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She loves her Taco Bell. Got really reflective there for a minute. Sorry, continue your story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we all had it. And uh, the Crunchwrap Supreme was smaller than it is in America. Not by much, but I noticed because I've eaten enough to know. But they use like stewed tomatoes instead of fresh tomatoes, which was actually really good. Getting into some flavor stuff, but it was a little bit more acidic. There was a little bit more tang instead of because sometimes those those fresh tomatoes you get, they're a little bit like grainy and they don't really have a lot of tomato flavor. This, the, I mean, there was a lot of flavor. Um, uh, yeah, and I was able to get a pork. I was able to get a pork Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh yeah, you did mention that. Yeah. So when you order, you <clears throat> say beef, pork, or chicken, mm. and then you choose. I can't believe you never get that joke. This is about the third time he said beef, pork, chicken. And anyone who's ever seen Walt Disney's Mulan will know that's part of a girl worth fighting for. Beef, pork, chicken. Mm. Oh, yeah, it is. He says it in the same order every time. I think it's a subconscious thing. That and it, that's how it was displayed on the menu. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It's displayed beef, pork, or chicken. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Please keep going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we had that, and uh, we were just shooting, shooting it about the week and our stuff, and it was a good time. Uh, and then afterwards, one of the guys who's lived in Japan before, uh, he was like, "Hey, you know, I know this cool bar we should go to." Um, and we were like, "Oh yeah, sure, 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 sure." He's like, "The drinks are real cheap; they're only three hundred yen, which that's yeah, you know." Under three bucks with a with a conversion, you know, U.S. dollars. So it's under three bucks for a beer or a cocktail. So we were like, heck yeah, sure thing. So we get there, and it, you know, it's down these steps in a back alley. It is not a very big place. People are smoking. It smells like cigarettes, which has its own kind of man. All right, this is all right. It's this kind of bar. All right, a lot of a lot of uh, foreigners there. Uh, we're in we're in the bar. And it was 320 yen per drink. But still good, you know. I got a couple gin and tonics. Feeling good. But we go in, and I'm just kind of like, oh, dang, this place is awesome. And I see that they have, uh, it looks like they have a cover of 300 yen. And we're like, um, do we really want to pay a cover? And then the guy's just like, no, 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 the cover's not yet. The cover's not yet. Maybe half an hour later, not even, he started charging people to come in. So we came right in, the perfect wow. timing. So we didn't have to pay that cover, which was nice. 
we got to sit down at the bar and oh, this place was just great. I, it's just something I needed, something I, I've been wanting to experience in Japan. And it, it, sometimes it's hard to, I, I don't, I'm not great about doing that stuff by myself. Uh, hun, I, I, don't, I don't know that you are either. Going to seedy bars by myself <laughs> in a yeah. city I've never been to. Yeah, you yeah. know, or just like going to places by yourself in general. Um, I've done a little bit of that, but I would say it's only because Japan is one of the safest countries on the planet. Um, I hardly ever feel unsafe anywhere I go. Um, there was one evening where there was a rowdy group of young boys. Uh, gosh, it was actually outside of the, the onsen. Um, but I got about 50 feet away from them and then that stopped. So yeah, I've, I've hardly ever felt unsafe at all. Yeah, I mean, Even that's, riding that's the trains true. and stuff by myself at night, you know? That's true, but I, I was just talking, I mean, you make really good points there, but I was just talking to the effect, too, of, I don't know if it's just, like, social anxiety, like, when when I was first here, and I was in Shinjuku, and I was going to Piss Alley, I wanted to go down, sit down, and, you know, just eat the food, and there were tons of them that said, like, well, we have the English menus and stuff, so um, I knew I wouldn't have any trouble, but I was just like, I, I don't I know about doing this by myself. For stuff like that, I think there's a little bit of a fear of encroaching on a space that doesn't belong to you. Nothing like social anxiety. Yeah. About the situation. Um, well, I think there's there's a lot of ways that you could interpret the phrase social sure. anxiety for that. So you come upon places where it seems like this is distinctly Japanese. This belongs to the people that live here. And so um, even though we're here for the time being... You know, you just you kind of feel like you're intruding on something that's not yours. Yeah, that's true. Um, but people have been very friendly for the most part. No one has ever said like, "Oh, you can't come in." They've been more like, "Oh, please, please do come in." But it's I think it's going to take a little more time to get more comfortable um, with stuff like that. And getting better at Japanese, I think I would just feel better. If yes, I was better at reading katakana and kanji, and speaking Japanese would definitely be helpful. Boosting my comfort level. Oh god, yawn, yawn attack, yawn attack. Um, but yeah, so so I'm at this bar and we're just chilling. We're just, you know, they're playing some Red Bull dirt bike competition on the projector, and everybody's, you know, smoking, drinking, laughing, having a good time. The DJ's laying down some beats. I think is what they say. The DJ was actually really good. He was he was solid. He was doing a, a good balance and transitioning well and stuff. But I think one of my favorite parts. There was one girl who was working there. And I guess she was making like kind of like tostadas or kind of little flatbread pizzas or something. And I guess she was using a blowtorch to, I don't know, just crisp up the chicken or the cheese or something. But she had a cigarette in one hand, blowtorch in the other, right by the stovetop. And it was just the best thing I've ever seen. And to make it even better, there was a shirt she was wearing. It was a white long sleeve shirt. And on the back was Kermit sitting on a log with a uh, Lola Bunny. I don't know, you know, if you think of, uh, what's that? Warner Brothers. Well, yeah, it's Warner Brothers, but yeah, the movie, oh my gosh. Space Jam? Space Jam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lola Bunny's in Space Jam. She's like Bugs Bunny's girlfriend. She uh, she was not wearing a top in this <laughs> t-shirt. So or it was, any kind of clothing, I think, for that matter. She was, yes, she was, it was a naked Lola Bunny with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Which is a weird, like, <laughs> studios crossover sort of thing. I just thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know like, what t-shirt maker <laughs> in what universe was like, oh, yeah, these two. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a brilliant one because that was fantastic. <laughs> I just like things to make sense. I don't know. Yeah, you have crossover universes all the time. It's fine. Remember, like, those episodes were, like, what was well, yeah, it, like? yeah, episodes for... Jimmy like, Neutron and... The Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, but stuff. those things for specific... Oh, that's on Nickelodeon. Specific too. purposes is, like, one thing. Just oddly taking characters from, like, one scene to a... Or from one studio um, and putting them in a situation with another studio, especially one that's so... What's the word? It's got to be drunk or high or something and just being, just being, like... I'm going to make a t-shirt and it's going to be, like, Kermit the Frog on a log, you know? Like, Rainbow Connection, man. And somebody's like... <laughs> Yes, but naked Lola Bunny. And then they were just like, you know, brain explosion. And that's what he decided to make. And at least one person bought it. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
I or she or much, she found it on the street or I wonder how much store. money went into production and how many of those actually ended up being sold. Now that I would have bought like it. 12. I would have bought them and I would have sent them home. Oh my God. I would have definitely, hands down. Okay. If I ever see those shirts, I will buy a billion of them and send them to all my friends and family to wear. What's your next uh, topic? Whatever we want to talk about. Okay. This is a podcast. Podcast, well, you can talk about anything you want. You can like be like, said, man. Like, like, like have, you haven't even listened to any of my podcasts. That is not true. I listen what? to you talk about them all the time. Okay, but have you, <laughs> have you listened? Well, I guess I'll never get the chance now. Oh, that's only three episodes. You can still, there's, <laughs> this is, there's still three and a half episodes you can listen to. I'm just teasing. Wow. She's just going through the, for the throat. All right. Well, uh, actually we have to take a little, little break. Um, for a second here, I think I have a sponsored segment coming on, so bear through that, and uh, we'll be back in uh, just a second. And we're back. I hope that was as good for you as it was for me. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, moving right along. Um, isn't that a, isn't that a, a move right along? Footloose and fancy free. Yeah, that's a that's a Kermit the Froggy thing. Yes, it is. Gear meet the brew gear. <laughs> um. So yeah, why, why don't um, why don't you talk a little bit more? I don't know about like your your. Th- I mean, I just I kind of want to reduce the amount of time I'm talking because sure. all I do is talk every week. Um. Yeah. So like, what have been what have been your favorite experiences? What have you taken away from this experience so far? What do you miss from home? Really, this is just it's kind of therapeutic, you know, doing it this is, week by week, and I just talk about really whatever I want. Um, I'm trying to think. A couple of favorite days from recently, um, when we've had time off together, I love to just go out and get lost, and I know Ben does too, and we'll just pick a street off of a station and start walking until one of us decides we're going to turn somewhere. Um, we did that in Shinju, no, Funabashi. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of wandered around there and that was a really neat and pretty night um, along the water. That's how we found all those beautiful shrines out there. That was gorgeous. We went to Weno Park a couple weeks ago and that was beautiful. We ended up spending most of the day at the Tokyo National Museum and saw a lot of um, really gorgeous exhibits of classic uh, Japanese painters and artists and poems, um, artifacts. We saw the, uh, what is it? What was it? The National Treasures exhibit that they had, which was really quite interesting. And they had things from all over Asia. A lot of um, Buddhist relics and um, ceremonial pieces, which was quite interesting as well. I learned a lot about Buddhism that day. Yeah, you know, it's, like I, the, it's the. I think it's. it's I think it's the second most. It's a. It's it's a huge. Sh- Shintoism and Buddhism are the religions of. Yeah, but I got Japan. some beautiful uh, postcards from that day, which are now gracing my wall, um, and they're all things from the exhibits that we saw, which I love. Um, that's kind of what I'm trying to do is get postcards that are very specific to the days that we have, so that when we go home, I'll have. Lots of keepsakes. They're inexpensive. Um, they're, you know, pictographic memories, and they're also tangible, which is wonderful. Um, and it, it creates great decor for my room. So that was a wonderful day. And then when was the last week? Oh, we went to the Kirin Brewery, the Kirin Beer Village in Yokohama. It was kind of a uh, surprise adventure. We had wanted to go to Kamakura that day. Mm but it ended up being really rainy and cold after beautiful spring days. So sunshiny, not a cloud in the sky, um, nice and warm, perfect days for walking around outside. And then we had time off together and naturally it was cold and rainy all day, but it turned out to be wonderful. We went to the beer village and they had space enough for us to join the free beer tour at the Kieran factory. And um, talked about that last week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that was wonderful. We went to their Spring Valley Brewery section and tried all the beers they had there. And we had one of the best meals I think we've had so far. These delicious grilled meats and, um, gosh, like seared chicken. It was served over top of French fries so all the little meat juices could sprinkle down. What was that salad? 
I actually had a dream about that salad last <clears throat> night. It was smoked chicken kale salad. Yes, it was delicious. With cranberry or pomegranate. Yes, there's vinaigrette on it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you exactly what was in it. And I'm usually good for picking out ingredients in vinaigrettes, but um, that was delicious. Well, this one stumped you. It did. <clears throat> but yes, most of our uh, most of our great times here have been accidental, I guess. Just yeah, been like that's a good way to put it. Yeah, things we weren't expecting to do, and then ended up loving. Um, and I know you talked about Tokyo Sea Life Park, but that was the first thing or place that we went to visit, and. That was beautiful as well out there on Tokyo Bay. You can see for what feels like miles out into the water. Yeah, at my, at my home office at work, if I go up to the, I think they said like the 14th floor of my mm-hmm. office building, um, I can, on a clear day, I can see Fuji. Wow. That's something Clearly. I've yet to see is Fuji. I saw, I was riding the train. I was riding the train to your place early in the morning one day, and it was a very clear morning. And I was just kind of looking in the distance, and I was like, is that? Nah, that can't be Mount Fuji. No way. And then I like look at it more. Holy crap. So it was the first time I actually saw it. And you could see, I mean, it was distinct. You could see it and you could see the snow oh, cap sure. portion of the mountain. It was yeah. It was really pretty. That's and definitely. It's coming up. Coming up is the hikes, the trails are going to open up. Yeah. That's definitely a goal of ours over here is to hike up Mount Fuji. Oh, is it now? Yes, it is. Oh. Oh, really? Here comes a section mm. where Ben tries to throw me under the bus. Go ahead. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were first talking about coming over here, one of the things I was really excited about was uh, hiking out Mount Fuji. It's just, I just think it would be really, really fun. They do it a couple different ways. You can either hike all night and get to the summit in the morning, or you can just hike in the morning and it's like a day trip and you just kind of like picnic and hang out and you just take your time. They've got, um, depending on which trail you go on, there are these little shacks where you can like get a bite to eat or something. I was being told to you're just speaking, slow down. You're just speaking a little quickly is all. I want them to be able to hear what you're what you're saying because it's a really neat thing to go do. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Go ahead. I didn't mean you, stop. You <laughs> are you going to whine or are you going to finish your section? Go ahead. So it's it's nice. They, they there There are options for you to do. Um, there's not really like difficulty with the trails. It's not like skiing where it's like, this is the bunny slope and this is, you know, triple black diamond. It's not like that, but it's more of how you want to experience it. So, I mean, we're going to be here for a while and we might end up doing both, you know, maybe when it's hotter, we'll do an overnight summit hike. And, uh, while it's a little bit cooler, we'll go during the day so we don't freeze. Cause I mean, it gets, it gets cold in the summer. I'm sure it does. Um, it's a mountain. (laughs) Is it? It's a mountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's right there, um, right there in the name. I will say this, especially since this is my first time on, and I'm figuring I'm going to be wel- welcomed back at some point. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, you're going to learn <laughs> a little bit about me today. So before we moved out here, I am still quite a bit of a homebody. Um, I never really liked sleepovers much as a kid. You know, I just have my comfort zones. And um, a big part of coming out here at all was you know, trying to push myself out of my comfort zones. And so prior to actually departing, I, there was a lot of things that I was just kind of like, I don't know if I want to do that or no, that sounds a little scary or, you know, this, that, or whatever. Um, just because I was letting the nerves get the better of me. And so I was like climbing Mount Fuji. I was like, that's a crazy thing that crazy hippies do. No, but the longer I've been here, the more I've been like, absolutely. Like Let's go do this. Let's go try that. Let's go get lost in some city we can't quite pronounce the name of. Thank God for the miracle of Google Translate and Google Maps Mm -hmm. because we have the privilege of being able to do those sort of things and then be able to find our way back at the end. You know, once we get tired of wandering, we go, okay, put the station in Google Maps. Let's go home. All right, so uh, no booze bless this morning. It is the morning for us. Um, but yeah, is, is there, you know, I, recently, I think, it, I mean, besides that bar, you know, I had a Cuba Libre for the first time in a while. Oh my gosh, that takes me back to the Czech right? Republic. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that so- was the first time we traveled abroad. We went to the Czech Republic um, as part of a study abroad program. And we didn't stay for too long. It was like three weeks, 
maybe less. Two and a half, I think. Two and a half weeks, yes. Um, But there was a... Math Andy could tell you. (laughs) There was a bar right down the street from the uh, hostel we stayed at in Prague. Ananas Bananas. Which is how we think that's pronounced, but I don't know that we were ever... No, Ananas Bananas. Oh, yeah. Ananas Bananas. Well, one of their flagship drinks was a wonderful Cuba Libre. With Czech rum. With Czech rum. And that Czech rum is like what made it. It was so good. They were, yeah, they were wonderful. Well, here, this is, this might be fun. So I've done more world traveling than you have. True. And that's just because I've just been fortunate enough, you know, when I was younger, my dad got an opportunity to live in England for two years and work. And so as somebody who hasn't experienced as much, maybe like, I don't know, like what, what have you, like, how does, because Prague is known as like a party city. Yes. Prague is where you go to have your stag parties, and that's where you go to just blow off steam and go nuts. And Tokyo, It's also a beautiful place full of a lot of lovely culture. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yes, it is. Nice save, babe. We love the Czech Republic. We really do. We I do. would go back 100%. Oh, a thousand, a thousand percent. Just maybe not drive on their highways. Yeah, no. Those were bumpy. Very bumpy. Um. But I don't, I don't know, like kind of what's what's your kind of experiences with traveling abroad? Is that what you're getting to? Yeah. So this is this is only the second time in my life that I've been out of the United States, and it's been great. Um, experiencing a place that's completely new in so so many ways um, has certainly been a growing experience. Just like we were talking about pushing out of comfort zones before. Something I know you've talked about before, but I'm just going to bring my experience about it. Being on the street, when you're walking anywhere, it's silent. Aside from the sound of maybe a plane or a helicopter or a car going by, it's silent all the time. Um, And it's so peaceful. And the word that gets brought up a lot about it is harmonious. Um, So that's been a a great thing about being here. But... um, it's a little creepy up where I'm if I'm walking late at night and there's just no sound at all. Yeah, it's more city-like in the area that I'm in. So even still being a city, though, it's quiet all the time. It is. It is. It is. It's a bit more residential, I would say. If you've ever been to, like, the residential areas around um, D.C. Like, everybody's not honking their horns. Yeah. And I think I've heard one horn honk. In the two months I've been here, I've heard I've heard a couple, and uh, most of the time I hear it because in where I am the streets are so tight that only one car can fit through. Yes. So the cars have to go off to the side. So they'll do like a thank you beep. It yes. just really, really, they beep. It's nice. It's cute. Um, but experiences with traveling abroad, I've adapted. I would say I have like a new kind of mantra for when things get a little tough. Like we've done things like hauling a full-size mattress oh, through the Tokyo public transit system on a dolly and moving hundreds of pounds of luggage with us through streets that don't have a sidewalk and um, you know, the time spent apart and little nuances of working through getting settled have been a little trying sometimes. Um, But, and this is even just with growing up, I would say the mantra is for tough days. This is not mad thing. This is hilarious. So when we were hauling this, ridiculously oversized mattress on on and off of trains on this rickety little Ikea dolly. Um, it's a pretty good dolly. I mean, it was good, but it's not like a, <laughs> it wasn't like a full metal, you know. The bed was was over the weight limit. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's just something for making big life changes. You have to remember, you know, when you want to let things frustrate you, you have to go, this isn't maddening. This is hilarious. And suddenly you can laugh at your situations. Um, so that's been good. But I think we're mostly settled now. Aside <laughs> aside from some things that we need to move still. But we've done the worst of it, I would say. Yeah. I, yeah, I would, I, would, I would agree with that 100%. I've been seeing, too, um, a lot of people who previously worked where I work, who are now going home and myself and the group of people that I've come here with are kind of taking over their position. Um, They're having to get rid of all of their things that they've accumulated, not all their things, but things that they've accumulated for making life more comfortable in their time here Mm -hmm. um, has just been kind of a lesson in minimalism 
as mm. well. Not that I can say I've been too great at it because they're giving away wonderful things like really nice humidifiers or electric kettles or sofas. And you're like, wow, that'd be great for the next period of time. Um, but then you also think, oh no, <laughs> I'm going to have to find a way to get rid of it too. Because here you can't just put stuff out on the street to get rid of it. If you have something that's larger than it's, I want to say it's about like two feet long or tall or something like that. Smaller than that even. You have to go to the convenience store and buy a disposal ticket. So you have to pay to have it removed by the by the public um, garbage. Yeah, that's kind of nice though. Like it's it's so clean here. No, it's a great and thing. Stuff. I'm just talking about like for for us personally. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Not wanting to have to pay that. You accumulate these things for your comfort, and then you go, oh no, I have to make sure I have a way to get rid of this. When and I you, yeah, and if you can't get <laughs> if you can't give it away, you, then yeah, you have to gotcha, pay to get it gotcha. taken. Yeah, which I've seen a lot of people here struggling with so far, but. Um, for the most part, there's a there's an equal changeover of people, so we kind of just recycle, which is great for the environment too. So, the environment, yeah. I talked about that too, about mm -hmm. the how the little carnival, you know, glass, plastic, you know, PET bottles. Yeah. So there's a lot of different, but you get used to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was kind of terrifying at first, especially because they notices everywhere, and they're like, if you mess this up, then we're not going to take out your trash. Like that's what they had. It, 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 my garbage can is this big. Uh, it's not my garbage can. It's my, you know, what, what do you call it? Dumpster. It's like a dumpster. Yeah. It's not really a dumpster. It, you know, the garbage collection area that's outside of my apartment. The rubbish bin. The rubbish bin. <laughs> um, they have this the, this, you know, sheet that's just like laminated on it, and you know, it's big and bold, and it's like, don't mess this up, or we won't take it, and you're going to get fined, and all this stuff. And I was like, oh god, I don't want to mess up. But now I've just gotten used to it, and now it's like second nature. Yeah. Well, I think I've been pretty fortunate too that where I live um, is a constant occupancy of foreigners, people from all over the place who just aren't used to this system. And where Ben is at, it's more of a mix of. Well, actually, it's majority, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say down a mix. <laughs> of um, uh, Japanese people and then just a few foreigners. Me, myself, and I, baby. Sprinkled in. I, I have not seen any foreigners. Okay, so then it's just Ben. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little, I, I get a lot more help where Ben has to figure out things a lot more on his own. It's been fun. It's been, it's yeah. been a good time. I heard my neighbors for the first time. Wow. Yeah, somebody was like hammering something downstairs. I was That's like, wild. Oh. There are noise laws here. There's like curfews for um, how much noise you can make. Again, in keeping the harmony of the cities. Um, it's usually like nine to nine. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty regular hours, and nine a.m. to nine p.m. No sound. That's so wonderful though, because no, when we nine, lived nine p.m. to nine a.m. We lived in a one bedroom apartment in Florida. And um, people would bowl upstairs. Yeah, right outside of. <laughs> Right outside of um, Walt Disney World. How funny. We live right outside of Disney, wherever we go. Um, oh, my gosh. You're right. But, oh, gosh. What am I trying to say? Oh, people upstairs wore, like, cinder block shoes and bold and <laughs> invited their elephant friends over all the time. And it was just so loud. But here, you never hear your neighbors. And that is, that's a pretty spectacular thing. I've not been woken up by my neighbors making noise. Yeah, and I think I think it helps that you know this is all like cinder block construction, so that usually helps. It's not. It's 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 built well. I mean, even my apartment I think is ten years old, ten twelve years old, which by Japanese standards that's actually that's pretty recently built apartment. Mm -hmm. You know, I have other people who they're staying in apartments or you know, uh, split houses kind of thing that are were made in the seventies and eighties. And so it's just an interesting dynamic, you know, we're ramping up into the summer and the summer is known for being super humid and super hot. And, uh, you have to get these, all these dehumidification things like damp red. I think most people will be able to recognize that, but you have to have these, you know, drying tablets and you have to have these little dehumidification things. And you, you have to do that because otherwise your clothes will get moldy. Like it gets so humid that your clothes will just develop mold and mildew and stuff. So you have to, everything's really cheap though. I mean, it's like two bucks for, Oh gosh. no, it was, it was like, a, it like was like three a buck. for five the other yeah. day. Yeah. Because three containers the, of three. Yeah. So nine altogether. So, I mean, there, there's, there's a necessity for all this stuff and 
it's really not too expensive, but you have to have it. And I mean, it's really, it's really only like three months, you know, hopefully we haven't experienced it yet, but yeah. But from, from what I understand, it's like June through August is when it's really bad. Whereas, you know, we're used to in Florida, pretty much March through January. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. They're pretty hot days in December and even in January sometimes. But even just the humidity where it's just constant. Oh yeah. We, even when it's cold, it's like all the worse. It's one of those like white people things they say, uh, (laughs) It's not the humid, you know. <laughs> it's not the humid. It's not the humid. It's not the heat. It's the humidity, and that's so true in Florida, though, because when it's cold, it's even colder because the air is wet all the time. That's you know, you just invented a brand new word. So all my friends in Florida, when it's really hot and really humid, <laughs> it is humidity outside. <laughs> Man, what a humidity day we're having! Oh, I love that. Uh, I'm gonna use that here. You're welcome. Oh. See, this is why I keep her around. I love my wife. She's great. I appreciate her. Also, so some people have said, oh, Ben, you have like a nice like radio voice. She, she's got like the nice radio voice, I think. thank you. And now she's overdoing it. So uh, good job. Well, you pointed it out. What was I supposed to do? (laughs) You're supposed to be like, ah, wacky inflatable arm filling tube band. I don't know. No, I'm not going to do that. Who vibrated? I did. I got a message from one of my friends. Oh my God. You're ruining this podcast. It was going so well, and now it's just fallen apart. Humidity didn't ruin it. (laughs) The vibration of my phone that I don't think anybody else heard except for us (laughs) is what ruined it. Yes. Okay. No, actually, I think Humidity saved the podcast. (laughs) I bet everybody's listening, and they're like, man, these two people are garbage. I'll be on next week to coin a new phrase for you. Is that going to be your job whenever you're on? That sounds like way too much pressure. Oh, well, now I said it, so now it's now it's now it's a thing. Oh, I said it out loud. You I have can't to... help it that like I have accidental brilliance sometimes. Too, accidental we brilliance. Can't, we can't ask for that all the time. I, I can. Okay. Well, now I'm just <laughs> rambling, and this is turning into a very long episode. No, no, it's not too bad. This one's uh, this one's still under an hour, I think. Okay. Um, but you want to eat breakfast? I'm starving. Okay, so we're going to eat some breakfast. Um, and inside into our breakfast, we love to get, they have all kinds of different um, sausages and like, and they have a lot of like cocktail weenies and stuff here too. They have Johnsonville. They do have Johnsonville. Um, but they're fairly expensive because I think they're imported. And, um, but they have all kinds of different little like breakfast sausages, chorizo, cheese, parsley, shiso, which we don't know what that one is still. Oh, shiso's the leaf. Oh. That's what that is. Wow. It only took us like, a month and a half to figure that Only out. Only took us forever. Um, am I missing one? There's plain black pepper. I think I said that. Plain spelled P-L-A-N-E. Yes. Because that's translations. Correct. Yes. Um, that's like the store name on any of the... If you try to just read the tag that has the price listed in front of an item, the store name says like Lifesaver or something like that, which mm-hmm. I know is wrong. Or a lot of times the word students shows up. For some odd reason. Um, but anyway, a couple different kinds of little sausages and then eggs. And our dearest Benjamin here is obsessed with the color of the yolks because they are so vibrantly orange. They're very orange. They're not yellow, like even kind of. They're very orange here. Mm-hmm. So we do scrambled eggs and a lot of Tabasco. Thank you, Tabasco. Oh, yeah. Um, sponsor me. Yeah, for existing here and for potentially sponsoring Ben in the future. Yeah, I will. Um, I will. I will always use your sauce. Yes, I will use your sauce until the day I die. Okay. Well, now it's, yeah, the sauce. Now they're never going to sponsor you. Yeah. And sometimes a little bit of whole wheat bread, but it's a great meal. We eat it for like for breakfast and for dinner all the time. It's quick. It's easy, and it, it reminds us of home. It does. It's you that's know, something it's I definitely... have uh, when I feel like I just want a homey yeah, meal for sure. So anyway, we went off the rails. We're going to go make breakfast. Yeah. So we're going to go make breakfast as all, as always. <laughs> no, you're fine, babe. As always. Yeah, thank you for being on this oh, week. Thank Allie. you for having me. This is fun. Um, thank you all for, for listening, sharing. Uh, thank you all for, for being a part of this journey. Again, I'm so sorry about those episodes and losing all that content. I'm devastated and heartbroken. Um, I'll try to go back and again, try to have like a snippet, try to, bring a little bit back into those episodes, but uh, it's just not going to be the same. It'll probably only be 10, 15 minutes of just kind of like, Hey, I'm an idiot. And I deleted all this stuff and I can't get it back ever again. So down in other news, 
make sure you're following my Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, that's the best way to send them to me is via Instagram through direct message. Uh, if you are friends with me on Facebook, that's fine too. Send me a message through Facebook Messenger. Uh, and as always, I do have my email, um, bentien at outlook.com. No underscores or anything in there. All this information is on my profile page as well. Uh, so please, uh, you know, I want to customize this this content, this stuff that you want to hear. I had a lot of fun last week. There were a lot of questions to answer, and that kind of got me rolling, and I got to, you know, go over a lot of different topics, and, you know, that was that was fun for me. So, again, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, make sure to follow and listen and subscribe so you always get updates for, for content. And uh, if anybody is a sponsor and they're listening to this, I'm, uh, I am more than happy to use your stuff, wear your clothes, talk about how that cotton feels like a cloud caressing my body. That sounded a little bit more sensual than I would have liked. I'll help him write the adverts if anybody wants to sponsor. There we go. And then it will be less perverse, I guess. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow, you guys. Uh, I do have a, um, we oh. both have public relations degrees, actually. So. Yeah, you think I'd be better at this. <laughs> <laughs> He's been out of college longer than I have, so. I don't know how to read anymore. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> But so yeah, we're actually great for that kind of stuff. Hit us up, yeah, sponsors. We, yeah, we should be. Yeah, yeah. We are. Don't okay. sell yourself short. But I am short. I'm only five eight. <laughs> they don't know that. Well, they do now. Wow. Now I have to delete this episode. I'm so hungry. Okay, okay. We're getting food. So uh, thank you all. Thanks for listening. Uh, listening next week where we'll hopefully have more fun stuff. And I'll try to do one of those cooking videos this week. Um, I'll Maybe try I'll be there. Maybe Allie will be there. I'll probably do it on Facebook Live and then just share it to Instagram from there because I usually have more people on Facebook than Instagram. But uh, thanks for listening and see you all next week. Jamata.